If uh, can't can't take the salt out of the uh, egg McMuffin. That's we've got jerk. the uh, the red light, guys. I don't know oh, if you, you noticed great. the red light there, but uh, hey, we've guys, got the. Do y'all know about how like uh, broadcasts work? Okay, where... that's a weird question, and I feel like also pretty generic. Do you like Incredibly websites? generic. Yeah. Uh, I do like websites. <laughs> me too. Most of them. I mean, but some I don't. But, uh, you know, they will have a, a list of topics that they're going to discuss, and then they will often tease about what they might talk about on the next episode. And every time I try to do that on this podcast, somehow it gets derailed. Someone has a hangnail, and then we can't have all three people or – or you Brett know, has to that, apologize for I, something. Yeah, he has to apologize, or I have to. I get in a I fight just want to. I just want to. I just want to note that the hangnail comment was very. Uh, it was. Very, it was towards us. It was towards me. Well, but it was very. It was a huge reduction. I don't know that anybody's yeah. had a hangnail. I was very ill, incredibly ill. <laughs> the stomach hurt. Okay. I ate a protein. <laughs> Sorry, bar. he ate a protein bar, and. Then- Anyway, I just want to assure the audience that off the jump today, we're going to hit the dad topic of you're all sending your kids to school. What in the hell are they doing for lunch? We're doing it That's so I can take one. it off my list. That's okay. We'll do that after the uh, the intro here. Can I give a PSA real quick, a reminder that it is protected free speech if you want to flash the lights into oncoming traffic so as to alert them that there's a... Uh, a speed pit set up by the police officers of whatever municipality you're driving through. It's okay to flash your lights to let the oncoming traffic know. Is that, are we, are we, do we feel that that's legally sound? Yeah. On the, on the, on the episode that we discussed it, Jason did the research online like we did and found out that it's okay. It's a first amendment thing. And I, I exercised that uh, right today. And uh, I was given a salute. Love really? it. So, yeah. Why then, when we were in high school, would you get pulled over for having your brights on at all? They would use that as the excuse. Is that not a real thing to pull people over for? But it was 1996 and we didn't know any better. You know what? I, they might be able to cite you for, I guess, I, you know, I'd be, I was flashing my brights. So I don't think they could say my brights were on. But I believe the precedent that Jason named was from 2019 or 2018. Yeah. So, so I feel like yeah. nowadays a lot of people just through the hood here, which when I grew up in the rural areas I did, bright or normal was a conscious decision because if you're driving around town, you just had it on regular. But if you went a little ways out of town – it would be very dark. It's rural. There's no street lights, no lights on the highway, nothing. So you would turn on your brights. Uh, There's also a bunch, of that, blind, I, a bunch of blind too, turns. Yeah, all that stuff. But now that I live in civilization, I don't ever use my high beams, ever. Because there's enough lighting that I don't need it. Um, well, but well, I've that noticed that just driving did. around the hood, people have their bright-ass brights on sometimes. Well, I was just going to say that the brights these days... Might as well be like stadium lights. That too. Yeah. Because the technology's of- gotten better, quote unquote, and it's actually like worse, I think, because it's in your face. And depending on the your height versus their height, it might be hitting you, you know, directly and it makes it hard to see around. I don't like it, man. I don't like I you think- guys calling them brights. That that's a mom thing to say. We call them high beam. 
lights is what we call them. We don't call them brights. Okay. High beams. Okay. High beams. Okay, so high beams. I feel like your standard uh, light used to light up like at least, let's call it two and a half home lots. Okay. And, and now your standard light, you have a walking stick. <laughs> what is happening? Jesus Christ. I wish this was uh, a I feel video like presentation. Your standard light on a new vehicle will light up like eight housing lots. Like it's definitely you when they change to the argon gas or whatever it is, there's some inert some inert compound of chemicals in there now and it's just it's you it's can too much. see into the house at the end of your street when you're just trying to run to the 7-Eleven for some yeah. M&Ms and cigarettes real quick. It's yeah, it's too I much, look- man. I look forward to using them in my alley. That's my favorite time to use them because I always hope that I'm going to spot some kind of animal. Or something. Yeah, get a ra- get a raccoon. I, I, that's a common occurrence in my alley because I live by a creek, so it's it happens pretty pretty often. In fact, one of my favorite light up the high beams. I did it once driving down the alley, and this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I still don't even like believe that I saw this, but I saw three raccoons. They were stacked on top of each other trying to get to the top of a fence. Like they were standing on each other's shoulders. Like like kids, like like if they put a trench coat on and a top hat or like a hat, they would be trying to get into an R-rated movie. Uh, they were doing that to get over a fence. It was amazing. Like they like they were. Mine's right here. Let's see if Riley Sorry. wants to do a show real quick or <laughs> cocktail talk. I made get a your appetizer. Or? I made a cocktail. I made one for me, one for Courtney, and I came out here so that I would be ready. And I wanted to make sure that she got hers, and she was just checking with me because we can't talk through the window. So you're so. locked in. So you're ready to go. I was just making sure she got her cocktail. I'm, Jason I'm, was telling a lovely, lovely story, and now He's we just got bragging about his green belt again. So all he ever does is talk about. I live Human on dance. a green belt. Human dance. Talking about dance. raccoons. Human dads. I thought dance. it was a lovely story, Human Jason. Dance. Human dads. Human dads. That's that. Human that would dance. be a hell of a Human vision. A, a vision Human to dance. to drive Human up, dance. up drive Human up on. Dance. Human dads. Human Three dance. raccoons stand Human on each other's shoulders Human like dance. acrobats. Human dads. Human Were they trying to get in the trash? Human Human dads. They're trying to get over a fence. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Get up off your ass for the Human Dads Podcast. Thank you. Tell your mom to reach around there real quick and get my walking stick. I loved my walking stick. Yeah, for the, for the listener, all I did was my my walking stick. I've got it here in my hand. I've got a, a back situation at the moment. I'm trying to power through, and the walking stick provides me with a little extra, a little extra stability. Helps me. Really, the the main pain situation is, is standing up and sitting back down. Otherwise, I'm okay. So. I would think that two dads like yourselves would embrace my walking stick and not make fun of me for having a walking stick. That's what I would think. But who am I? You know, I if if I listen, I don't want I don't want you to feel otherized. Okay, I'm not starting this show by 
offending somebody. Okay? Done that enough the past two shows. I don't want you to feel otherized. What I would like to say, though, is if I wanted to take the time, I could roll out to the garage real quick and get my walking stick that looks very similar to yours. Okay? I don't want to do that. So the only thing I'm noting is the... The environment with which we're holding a walking stick in. We're at a desk chair doing our podcast with a headset on our head. And you've got the walking stick at the ready, which now that I know that your back hurts and this is providing assistance to uh, mobilize from said sitting situation, I feel a little bad for joking about it. But you have to admit that the environment and the apparatus that is the walking stick do not match. I will say this. I probably could survive without the walking stick right at this moment, but I have grown. Sometimes very fond you just of it. like wood in your hands. I do. I like a nice piece of wood in my hands. This yeah, is a this natural. Is a it's natural to feel that way. I just um, like how he kind of like presented it mid sentence while we were. Yeah, he just <laughs> we, we he just kind of waved know, it up there casually, like, "Hey, look what I well, got." I, I was I was adjusting the back. That's what happened. I was doing a, a seat adjustment. And I was like, "Oh, let me." Oh, okay. Typically, yeah, there, you'll dude. you'll you've you'll see one of us like put a cup to our face, or we've got a cup in our hands, or maybe somebody's holding on to like a, a stress ball or a popping a pen or something. Maybe, maybe Jason's yawning. Yeah, maybe Jason's making seventeen yawns in thirty seconds. Okay, none I, of us. I have feel ever... attacked. This this show has gone completely off the rails today. All I, I... Jason, I, can I make it better real quick? Yeah. Give it a try. Okay. Give it a try. Stop the show. <laughs> Stop the show. Really. First off, I, I full-blown want to apologize. Because, yes. So that's on me. I take it all back. We are here to fully realize that we have made a mistake. No jokes. I take it back. Please understand. I do not. Uh, please. Do not. Do not. <laughs> we'll cancel it. Brad Apology Beat. It's almost like the Fox Sports Injury outro music. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm sorry to... Sincerely anybody on this episode. (laughs) The last. Stay tuned for next week's (laughs) apology. I'm just glad we got it handled in the same episode. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't tell your mom to listen to this episode. (laughs) Seriously. I like the Amazing. line, I apologize to just sincerely anybody. <laughs> like, it's like you kind of finally understand why some people make the mistake of saying, if I offended anyone, and we think that that's flippant, and it is 98% of the time, but there's that 2% where they're just like, oh my God, whoever you may be out there in the world, sincerely anybody. Shouts out that's to good, uh, that's good work, Cortland. I love. Yeah, shouts out so to our guy Cortland. Uh, I'd like to follow that up with uh, saying I've got two apologies. Oh no, Jace, <laughs> I apologize for the the cane talk and the giving the you a hard stick. time for walking stick. Sorry, the walking stick and giving you a hard time for uh, yawning every show. Now you're you're a growing man. You work hard to put food on your family. And that that will wear you out, and so I'm sorry. I don't sleep uh, well. I, I I've got yeah. the back obviously if you got back pains, then you're not yeah. gonna sleep well. Second apology. In so this is super meta, but last week I was making apologies, and then I was summarizing like all of the poor things that I had said during the episode, and in 
making a joke about saying the poor things that I had said in the episode. I <clears throat> mentioned Nate Bargatze, but I called him Nick Bargatze. Oh my god. <laughs> he's doubling so, down on hating on a why successful do you hate comedian. Him? I think he's So funny. I'd like to I'd like to apologize. I like him. We, the reason we talk about him oh is because God. I, me and Jason brought him up. I think he's very no, funny. You, you just brought him up to to punch him back down, man. Yeah. So I apologize <sighs> to Nate. I'm sorry there to you Nate. Go. There you go. My favorite okay. part of the apology <laughs> beat is how you couldn't even find a, a sound of you apologizing without laughing. That's how that's how unserious you are about he, your apologies. He really First doesn't off, care, Jason. He's a shock no. jock. Yes. He, he doesn't care what people think and he's out here just he's just slashing and burning. It's awful. First off, he took the initiative and did all of that. There was I'm sure we could find an earnest apology in 114 115 episodes of Talk Talks. No, but what we have today is better. So, we're going to keep Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely, we're abs- we're absolutely going to keep that one. So, shouts out uh, to uh, Cortland again. Hopefully, we don't have yeah. to hear the apology beat anytime for some time. Yeah, let's try to stay away soon. from that. You guys have kids, don't you? Well, I do. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I do. So do I. And they go to school. You know what? Every we day. get we get new listeners all the time. How about everybody review their let's roster? Give them a rundown. Quick. All right, yeah. I, got I got two girl. Got two girls, Layla and Maya. Fifth grade and second grade. Uh, I'm running with the team of three. I've got uh, I've got a strong 14 year old, plays tackle at the moment, left tackle, uh, and he's I think I mentioned 14 years old, long hair, great kid. I've got a hold on real quick. Old, he plays left left tackle. Did you did you adopt him from a dire situation? What uh, I wish I wish he's not quite as talented as as a. Uh, Michael, Michael Orr. There we go. Baltimore Ravens. No relation Um, to Jerry Orr at Valley Ranch. That's right. So Evan, Evan is leading the show, and then uh, an almost ten-year-old daughter who sits right in the middle of the two boys, and the last is is uh, is my youngest, who's nine, Carson. I have two, uh, an elder daughter who just turned nine two days ago. Um, she was, uh, nice and sick for her birthday. So that was awesome. Uh, then I have a, a six year old who I spoke about last episode. He just turned six and he was nice and sick for his birthday and, um, ended up vomiting one more time after we, we, we talked do about you, it last week. Are y'all weekend. just thinking about maybe trying to run it back this weekend and just do, I, doing some extra stuff just to kind of put a bow on it, make it. Make yeah, it okay. we, that's the plan is that we're going to, you know, do a rain check and, and have a nice birthday weekend this weekend. Yeah. But my guy literally went from stomach situation, stomach situation, Sunday starting to feel better, go to bed Sunday. And now we got a cough and a nose thing that's probably on its fourth day and it's right in the middle of that. Are they sick? Is it a virus? Mm. Is the doctor just going to look at you and say, give it a couple more five days and, and you, you never know what you got. But yeah, he's having a, a hell of an ab workout. That's uh, a bunch of coughing right now. So hopefully that can wind up by the weekend and we can go have birthday weekend. So well, yeah, two, six and nine over here, Sage and Shep. When they're not sick, 
they go to school most days. What do y'all do for them or what do they do to eat their lunch at school? What's the scene like? There's options. There's making it at home. There's eating hot lunch at school. What's the breakdown like? What are we dealing with? Is this a hassle for y'all? What's the situation? Real quick, let's let's frame some context. And one of the ways we do this is uh, on this particular show, the Human Dads podcast, is we like to refer back to the way we knew of things when we were kids. And what I remember is having very little awareness until about like sixth or seventh grade of what was going to be for lunch that day. So by the time we got to middle school, like I remember having the schedule figured out, right? Like you, you, you had some sort of like either five or eight day rotation of stuff, right? It wasn't like every five days you always had the same things. But like once I got to about sixth or seventh grade, I was like, okay, well, Wednesday is sausage pizza day for sure. Okay. Thursday is going to be scoop of spaghetti day with hopefully they cook the bread at the right temp for the right time because either it's going to be super doughy or burnt to a crisp and like crunchy. But sometimes they'll hit it right in the middle there. And then that's when you want to eat anybody's bread who will give you bread. Um, But I remember getting to about sixth grade again, middle school, and it just turned to just eating like complete crap. All of our kids are in elementary school, so there's not a ton of options, but there are more options than what I remember for elementary school. And they have the option now to just go in and punch the number and select whatever they want. And it's not even like a transaction where like we used to give them a lunch ticket and they would Mm -hmm. like punch your ticket. The punch card. Yeah. Yeah. Or like uh, I think it probably, you know. Near the end of our time in school, I think they were getting close to the swiping the card. Um, I feel like maybe my senior year, you could swipe a card, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, Jace? Uh, well, I I don't know, man. Maybe I'm... Uh, first of all, I was an eat, eat lunch at school guy every day. I never brought my lunch. I, I never, That was not a thing for me. My... My parents sent me off to school, and I I ate the breakfast there occasionally, and I ate the lunch there. And I I was a free lunch kid uh, due to uh, poorness. Uh, so you hadn't, you hadn't I, got into flipping the uh, X-rated DVDs or burn CDs. No, that yet. was that was college. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was I was free lunch kid, but I. I felt like I had a good understanding of what was going on at lunch in, in elementary school. Like I knew it's, it's hamburger day. Let's roll. It's sausage pizza day. Like you said, I know that my buddy chip is going to want to get rid of the sausage and cheese off the top of his pizza. I hope I can get him to give it to me. Uh, so I'm ready to roll. Um, I knew what was going on at all times uh, f- for lunch. And then high school is a whole different story because high school that is like the big leagues. Like you feel like you're an adult because they had a Taco Bell at, at my high school and a Chick Fil A mm. uh, option. Oh yeah, so jealous, uh, so yeah. jealous. Wow. Well, I was a in elementary early on. I remember a smattering of times when my mom would make a lunch for me, and I always felt and, and and in Hamilton, you know, we had limited choices, as you might imagine. <clears throat> It was just one entree a day with, you know, two sides, 
some kind of bread, and then some kind of inferior drink option. Typically, I think it was milk or juice or water. You, you know, that uh-huh. was it. And uh, water's not inferior, but milk and juice both suck. So, especially with random actual like foods he's, you're gonna eat. He's so uh, mad at milk. He'll never milk not be fucking mad at milk. sucks, man. Everybody, you know, you spend your whole childhood with people trying to cram milk down your throat. Shit sucks. Big Nobody was cramming it hell. during 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 elementary school. I might have knocked down three little. Easy. What are those? What are the little cardboard cartons? Well, we figured or? out that you guys, you guys like leave the house in search of the world's best milk on a daily basis. That but, is unfair. That is look, un- just because we, we like Brahms does not listen, mean we're buying milk every day. You know, my issues with big dairy are well documented, and you know, I don't want to derail us here. But don't put me really in your globalist cabal for milk. <laughs> Back in the day, in the K through five, you just had that, you know, and the big attraction was once you got into middle school, six, six through eight, you would get to do what they called the snack bar. And the snack bar had the same staples every day, which included uh, pizza, baked potatoes, burritos, fries, the kind of things that as a 11, 12, 13 plus year old you would want to eat and you'd get a snack bar card that was different than your lunch card. And it had little dollar amounts on it. And depending on what you selected and you could get as much as you want. So if you wanted to get the big baked potato, you know, you could spend three fifty on the big baked potato and a burrito, which if you're like a sixth or sixth grade boy, that's like perfect. Right? Well, we only got to enjoy that in sixth grade because then starting in seventh grade, they just shut it all down. And they said that they would have what was now called a reimbursable snack bar. And all of us are like, all of us are like reimbursable to whom? And what that really meant was some bullshit about how they got paid back for buying us food. And it didn't have anything to do with what we were doing to eat the food, but they were throwing the word reimbursable in front of us. So basically they were just serving us shitty food with fewer choices so that they could save money. Uh, And so, you know, at that point, no, it just was it was oh. just it was just messy. Like it was just cheap crappy Hamilton BS. But at that point, I gave up again on on trying to eat at lunch, eat lunch at school just like I had when I was younger, but I don't really remember what I did. I guess I just packed stuff. I remember my mom at one point in like middle elementary, second grade, third grade being like, "If you want to eat lunch from home, you just need to pack it tonight." And of course, I'm nine, so I'm not going to do that. And so I would struggle through this really awful food. But they did have like a tomato-based vegetable soup that they would serve every so often. And I was the only kid at the second grade lunch table that liked yeah, that it was soup. Disgusting. Dude, no, yeah, the broth. Gross. The broth was on point. Yeah. Listen, guys, uh, I'm a super insanely, expert. It was, Listen, it was like in November. You, it's soup season. Just, I'm not, here to no, tell it's you. like they took. It's like they took let V8 you tear cans. Down the soup. No, and man, and they good. took the V8 pans and poured them into one of those big industrial size catering pans and put the little flame under it and just like brought it to like just above lukewarm no. and then ladled it into your little styrofoam yeah. bowl. No, and no. It was, we had the styrofoam bowl. We had the tomato based broth, veggie soup, and then they would make little toasted sandwich rolls where they would roll you up with a piece yeah. of bread, two of those, and it would have a little thing of ham and pickle in there. And it was the perfect accompaniment. And then none of these kids but me like the soup. And look, I'm the soup guy. I can make – it's soup season now. I'm the progenitor of soup season. And 
My kids every fall tell me I should open a soup restaurant. I know soup. Oh. This was good oh. soup. They tell me I'm to, the funny guy at work. <clears throat> yeah, work people don't know. But I got <laughs> I used to get other people's soup because they didn't like it. And one day we had a substitute teacher and she saw a little old skinny ass, uh, you know, small, short, not gonna hit a growth spurt for six more years, Ryland, with four soups on his cafeteria tray, about to plow through all four of them. And she made me give them back. That's ridiculous. That's so mm. ridiculous. So yeah, let Just me give these eating soups. a ton of soup of lately. soup lately. So Can I tell you something that real that quick? summarizes my memory. Once I get into high school, I don't even remember. I think most days I didn't even eat lunch. Freshman year, we played four on four pickup basketball every day at lunch and never ate. Can I can I just say something in about jeans. soup real quick in before jeans. we leave, before we leave soup? Ahead, I Chase. once went I once went to lunch with some work people, and we're all sitting down at a Japanese restaurant. Oh, hold uh, on! Did like, you take off your shoes? Like hibachi? No, this was not a take off your shoes place. We're sitting down, and they give you the the miso soup, right? Okay, and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's which for soup. those that aren't familiar, it's just a tiny little like one of your kind of like three basic appetizers that you get to like start a meal at most Japanese places. It's good. It's got a little 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 piece of tofu in there usually, and a nice broth. So I a little green onion on top. I'm, I'm drinking it, having a little bit. Then I'm like, you know, I'm good. Probably half the soup left. Guy across from me, this coworker, just a coworker, acquaintance. Guy across from me goes. Hey, you going to finish that soup? Red card. Mm. That's a penalty. Flag on the play. You can't do that and, with work. And I, no, You can't do that as a grown-up. We've got to be intimate with one well, another. I don't know about that. My standards are pretty low. Y'all want to hear my, my, fun, my fun story about that? No, you can't just... Hold on. We're not just going <laughs> to glance by this. You can't just be taking food off of other people's plates if y'all don't know each other like that. Especially, like dude, how? my mouth. I've I've made out with that soup. Like, well, just yeah, by because design. you slurp it. Like, yeah, you, you you're like filleting the soup. We understand. Yeah, yeah there's there's yeah. no. I have had there. oral sex with that soup. Is what yeah. happened. Yeah. Did you did you satisfy the soup? That's what's important. He tried. I, yeah, I did. <laughs> and and he looked at me so just with this look in his eye, and I'll never forget it. It was a look that I don't ever want to see another man give me again. And he goes. He wanted to fillet your soup. You gotta finish that soup. And I was so shocked. I'm like, well, no. Couldn't even see where all of his hands were. He reached over, grabbed the soup, and then immediately put his spoon in there and started drinking the soup. He just did it without you giving permission. It sounds like it just rolled up on Jason so quick that he didn't even get to really consent. Do you were shocked by the request and by the time you formulated a response, he already had it. Wow, I so, I would be I would feel weird if someone asked to like share my drink. Well, it's the same thing. You drink soup. Yeah, no, but I feel it's like different. Drink is worse than soup. So let me tell you guys my story on that. Yeah, go ahead. Before, we, before okay. we get back to kid lunches. So during my stint on city council here in Trophy Club for for three of those years, I was I sat next to a brilliant man who was the currently the CEO of Lane's Chicken, G Money Garrett Reed. And every every Tuesday night or every other Tuesday night after council, he and I and a couple of the other guys, we'd go get dinner at Whataburger because it was the only thing open at that time after the meetings would end because they'd end late. 
and I would always get a double water burger with cheese. And he would always get a patty melt, but he would say, I don't want the double. Just give me the single. Just leave a patty off. Well, one day, a few years into this, uh, we all sit down and we're chit-chatting and doing our thing. And he takes a bite of his patty melt. At the same time, I take a bite of my double cheeseburger. And he's like, oh, man, they, they left the second patty on here. So he starts to take it out. So I go, give me that. And so I took his patty. And I opened up my double burger, and I aligned his bite with my bite and put the bun Dude, on top of it and ate the triple meat burger. You basically made love to him in that moment. It's yeah. Fine. It's fine. It was an intimate experience that you two shared. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad at you for it, but you you two now are connected for the rest of your lives. You do have. The fact you that do. you lined up the bite marks, that's, that's the, the lining up the I? bite marks. It would be chaotic if I didn't. And that was part of the that was part of the the humor in it, obviously. But but I mean, it's just a bite out of a. It's like if patty. you went to a yeah, toilet at it. and you knew that your friend had just sat on the toilet. So then you go to the toilet and you look for the warmest, like the uh, highest. Up. Yes, because so that you can make sure and just grab all of that warmth. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. I think he was a little further back, and yeah, that's what you did. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So obviously, I'm pretty permissive on that stuff, but. So that brings us to current day, and uh, do your, oh, do oh, your you want, kids I, do your bef- bef- okay? Sorry. Before we move on to current day, I do want to drop one of the little nugget. In Hamilton, the uh, the the lunch menu was printed in the newspaper the pre the prior week every week. Dude, that's badass. so you would look wish- you would look at the newspaper, and you would go, okay, well, I'm going to do Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday definitely, and then you would plan your third grade, fourth grade, and you would be like, all right, so on Wednesday, I need to bring something. Yeah, that's cool as hell. I feel like the only f- similar situation we got to that was like the printed out calendar. We yeah, never kept. Right. We never kept that shit. We yeah, never- they, they weren't on, Hamilton ISD wasn't on that level yet. I'm sure they are now. And you know what? With websites and all, I'm sure it's much. I was more about advanced, to say now. I day, could just. You know how my morning starts most days now. Hey, Dad, what, what? are we having? No, I mean yet. Yeah, okay, let's try to talk about my kids. Could you just okay. not? Do you want to make an apology real quick? I read a story that it's important for your testosterone, so I'm sorry. I'm trying to help. <laughs> to out do what? He's gonna be. To do he's what? gonna be. He's gonna be. I read a story, guy. I was just. I read a story. That's all. And <laughs> you're trying to talk about your children. I didn't. I didn't make an erection joke. I just. I read a story. I just you can't you get any that. momentum going. No, my day starts by now like, hey, dad, can you look on your phone? What are we having for lunch today? That's how it works now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's so dialed in that I could tell you we could we could go day for day, like back going back. I don't know, maybe like a month. OK, and then I could go to the other end of the transaction and I can look what they selected from the menu of options down to the penny to see what they had connected to their their line of credit that I provide via credit card. So I could tell you each day, here's what we're about to have. And being that we're about to do this little experiment, I just want to, this, this one always gets me. It's clear that when you look at these meals, right, that they have to meet some sort of calorie uh, minimum. They have to meet some sort of like carb minimum fat minimum and protein yeah, minimum they're hitting all the corners yeah for because sure. all of those things are listed and easy to see but the one that always gets me 
this it's listed as a vegetarian entree, but oftentimes it will be the meal that is offered to everybody. Wild Mike's Cheesy Bites. Okay? One, I want to know, is Wild Mike working in the kitchen? Or is, or is Wild Mike, like, have a district presence to yeah. where everybody in RISD is getting offered Wild Mike's Cheesy Bites? Also, how is a Cheesy Bite, like, a something you could build a meal around? That doesn't Dude. feel like it's the achieving the nutritional objectives of maybe whatever but they list about. it and it and it's got 288 calories 28 grams of carbs whatever so then your your second option is the jalapeno cheese bites and then the one Ooh. that shepherd i think told me about the other day is the cheese it fun lunch do you know what's in the cheese it fun lunch a big old bag of cheese it's cheese it's yogurt milk yes dude that sounds that's really a nice. snack and there's so much White stuff in that. <laughs> Rylan, fan of dairy, like you're eating processed cheese and then Jesus. two huge dairy Oh, my options. God. Big dairy, dude. Big dairy yeah. is everywhere. I Somebody put Kyrie on this. Okay, so my kids bringing us to today, uh, Layla, obviously being the older one, entered all this first and you know in kindergarten we packed her lunch some days she would go through the day-to-day -day, i'll eat on this day and that day but not on that day and that worked for a while but she became over time pickier and pickier with her lunch options and she figured out probably by the time she was in first grade that she just didn't like uh lunch from home because she liked having fresh food that was prepared fresh she just didn't like having something that sat in a lunch box with an ice pack and was cold or lukewarm she would she liked hot lunch so she just opted for hot lunch every day, and that's that literally has been all she's done really up until the last eh, six, you know, this year and maybe a little at the end of fourth grade, and I'll get into what that turned into later, which is kind of what inspired me wanting to bring this up. Her younger sister, Maya, now in second grade, you know, being the younger one, you know, she doesn't get quite the doting level of attention that the older one gets, and for as far as I can remember – She's had hot lunch every day of her school career. The beauty of this is you, you buy the prepaid thing and then the credit runs down and then you buy more. And it's very cost effective and you don't have to think about it and you don't have to make anything the night before or the morning of or whatever. So it's great. So somewhere along the way, part of their cadence that they have at their elementary school is that Friday is always the same day and it's pizza or something else. And I recall, I don't recall exactly what, but. At some point, Layla, the foodie that she is, started turning her nose up at the pizza. She was just like, this is not good pizza. I've had, I've never had pizza this bad. I just can't have this pizza anymore. And so at that time, she was kind of into Lunchables. And so she would we'd get a few Lunchables and we'd say, just take that on Friday. And she started doing that. Well, then she outgrew the Lunchables. So now for my fifth grader, all school year, starting about, well, the beginning of the school year, so just a couple months ago, I'm buying for this kid – the little fancy charcuterie lunchables. Oh yeah. They're not they're not lunchable brand. They're the deli yeah, brand. It's of, got the it's, real uh, salami in it. It's got like a it's, it's the little or Ollie or something, but it's yeah. got salami, it's got good cheese. So uh -huh. yeah. She's taking bougie little Gouda. charcuterie lunchables, the official show of charcuterie. 
Just put it's it got the little there. miniature hard bread sticks that used to right. be in like the uh, Gardetto's the snack mix. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. kind of the light, well, the light crackers. Some of them, you know, they mix yeah. and match what's in there. Like the Tostinis or yeah. whatever. So that's her scene, and uh, yeah, we've really barely, despite having had kids in elementary school all these years, we have barely spent any time at all in managing or packing. Uh, kid kid lunches in the morning or the night before like i said we we talk about We're it every lucky. day it's a it's on our daily radar jace were you gonna say something did i cut you off no no no, no i i would love to hear what you do because I'll, I'll tell you what i do and it's it's all over the place but i'd love to hear what your kids do we uh it was very similar kindergarten it was the same thing you, you, they try it like that's the default option, right? And then they figure out what they don't like. And so then you're making stuff on that day. And then COVID happened and, you know, we had kids staying home for a year, damn near. And uh, then when Shep started school, uh, they were given the pre-K kids, like because they went universal pre-K and then I think COVID relief was in there. Like all of the kids in RISD got free lunch, free breakfast if they wanted it for 2020 one right so there was very little conversation about it because no matter what like you would just show up in there and you could literally get whatever you wanted because like i said it was all free which is uh, great and i which, think it should be free all the time because the law states those kids have to be there and if those kids aren't there for a certain number of days any of us can actually get in trouble legally so i'm gonna say if you tell me i gotta take my kids somewhere you gotta feed their ass yeah, I, I like the free thing just because we. I think kids. I was gonna say we oh we underestimate the impact of uh, food insecurity. I think uh, maybe not in Trophy Club, but I do think. Uh, oh ho, ho, ho. no, sir! Not in Trophy Club, no, <laughs> sir. I wasn't doting on Trophy Club like Jason just did. I, I, was, I need a I need a not in Trophy Club, no, sir, kind of as like a. Uh, <laughs> Standalone uh, statement. It was almost. Just be... It was almost. Uh, <laughs> Not in <shot>. this house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying. I know over here that there are kids uh, who who might struggle a little bit, um, and so I thought that was cool. But what it's turned into now is the the uh, nine year old is pretty self sufficient in the morning and got to at where she's actually like. Uh, in the mood to like wake up, get her wits about her, and then start spending thirty minutes on making lunch. And that's God. awesome, though. I, I I applaud that. That's that's like a huge. That's levels up above where yeah. anybody in this house is at. So, but what you're talking about though is like you're buying the nice board. She's just taking all of the board out of the refrigerator. She's and, getting your stuff that you wanted to eat, <laughs> and then putting it into the. Uh, the the best way I know how to explain it is the uh, tackle box. No, the, the bento box. The, yeah, the Japanese word I couldn't think of it, but yeah. like some form of a bento yeah. box that's got like yeah. eight different compartments, right? Oh, that's and awesome. So she, she's cutting up pita bread, cutting up baby carrots, cutting up pepperoni and salami, putting in a couple of different kinds of cheeses and raspberries. Like, and she really does like fill the damn thing to We're the brim. Fourth grade. Third grade. Uh, third grade. It, but it doesn't it doesn't resemble at all what you would think of as like taking a lunch. It does not look like a PB and J sandwich. It doesn't no. look like a little turkey sandwich no, with she's a beyond all that, dude. She's a on a frozen level. block in there. It looks like a kid's board. 
<laughs> like it looks it. like a kid's charcuterie type situation. Uh, so as long as she's like happy to do it, what what started happening though is because we see her do it. Now I want one, and by I I mean younger one, and he's not nearly as self sufficient. So dad's having to do his situation. Yeah, he ain't ready for that yet. And like ninety percent of the time, my guy would come home with like seventy five percent of his lunch oh, yeah. still in his lunchbox, oh, and you're like, yeah. dude. What are you doing? Like one, what are you eating? And two, why am I spending all this time trying to get everything together in the morning? You're just going to eat whatever they have now. Like you, and you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I I've got minor all over the, all over the board. So I've, my oldest just doesn't eat lunch at all. Hasn't eaten lunch in like two years at school, if not more. Now he's on some medication that creates the, a, a non hunger situation for him, but he just doesn't eat lunch. Never does. So like, he he like it's tough to even get him to eat breakfast but he so he doesn't do anything the middle the daughter requires lunch be made and i don't think it's because she doesn't like the school lunch she's got a bit of uh, some anxiety and i I think she doesn't like the idea of going through the line and having to ask for something interact with essentially strangers carry the tray yes Creates yeah. cr- creates a lot of anxiety for her. So for her, it's it's more of a comfort thing. But she gets. Can we stick right there? Yeah. Real quick. Do you remember anything that could cause a scene more than the Drawing. trip in tray? Oh my god! Especially around guys? with your daughter's age, the nine and ten year old uh, age, right there. Like you might as well just go home. Yeah. Like just quit school. L- let it just stay move. on the floor and You're just walk home. right into the office and have your parent. Can you please call my parents? Tell them I'm dying. Tell yeah. mom and dad to call the realtor. We're, yeah. We're, yeah. we're moving. Did Nothing you guys would... have long about 1990 or so the tradition of if someone dropped one of those maroon oh, yeah. translucent cups, if they dropped the cup and it made a noise that everyone would clap? Absolutely. Oh, when 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 it dropped, when a tray dropped, no matter what, if something dropped, there was full blown applause. Scream, scream, scream and many, applause. Like you might as well <laughs> think like Barney the dinosaur just we entered into the like yeah. so shitty. My yeah. God, we are born I mean, that's shitty. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not like it would just fall and people would be like, oh, and then like move on. No, you would get like a standing ovation mm. of like embarrassment. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. yeah, it was the worst. So, as someone who also suffers from anxiety, like I, she's already gained some of that anxiety ingenuity that where you like identify opportunities to create uncomfortableness for yourself and find ways to avoid that, which is probably not good. But um, so so for her, like that's that's number one. The youngest, that dude, I I just go off to school and he will figure it out. Like he will he'll eat whatever's there. He'll find a way to like hack his card to buy a bunch of chips and ice cream. He'll, he'll like trade shit. They don't, here's kids. the thing, dude. Young, they don't that's have such to a hack youngest it. kid. Thing. I know. Oh they, yeah. They literally, all they have to do is go up and ask. And as the youngest kid, you know that, or you are so incentivized as the youngest to where you've like learned. Well, in so many situations, the only, the only way we're going to figure this out is if I ask. And yeah. so as long as that, that uh, number goes through, they can keep grabbing whatever the hell they yeah. want. He, d- he it doesn't does it matter. Uh, it's we had constant. to get to where, we had to get to where we told the kids like, "Hey, y'all realize I can see what you ate, right?" Like, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. trying to be that guy, but like, but it's we like don't eight need, French fries. 
Well, it would be, it, what it would be is like a bunch of ice cream and it's fruit ice snacks. Cream. Yeah, it's always ice cream. And you're like, dude, we can't be doing ice cream every day for lunch <laughs> and a fruit snack. Why like, did they start letting them do that? Like, why are they letting them do that? They, yeah, money, I hear about I kid, people telling stories about their kids doing that, but it's it's older. It's definitely not elementary. I'm not even so sure. So we, we try to keep it like, hey, Fridays, have a ball. The other thing we've told the kids, I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, like, Hey, if you ever notice, like one of your friends, like gets the the spare yeah. lunch, Give, or like help them out, yeah, or like we they do the same, yeah, for whatever reason, don't have something, like no questions asked, buy eight lunches. I don't care. Just swipe the card. Just make sure if you see somebody around you not eating, that you at least ask them if they want to eat, and we'll never say a word. But because it's one of those weird situations where they like if they're balance goes like i think our school does not just provide you with the regular lunch i think we're one of the here you get a piece of bread and a piece of cheese situations do we do i would i would tell my kids that but they would look at me and say daddy we're the only kids in school that don't have a pool oh no (laughs) those poor girls i know i'm just I've, i've i've failed them you have you really have. Yeah. That's We're all the I can only say. kids in school that don't have a pool and drive our cars until they're paid off. Oh no! Yeah, it's terrible. I still, Did you guys? It's come, it's come such a long way though since we were kids, and uh, I, I don't know. I just I think it's uh, you know I think it's a it's a cool thing to watch them try to try to like figure shit out. Like like uh, Maya, you know, she's been always the ringleader of some kind of shenanigans at who with whoever's at her table. And the thing that's taken hold this year in second grade has been for the last 10 minutes of lunch, they have a contest every day called the no hands eating contest. And, and they see what they can eat with no hands and they have a contest. And at first I was kind of like, you know, don't do that. But then, <laughs> you know, don't do that. Yeah, but then and that's how I parent. Eh, don't do that. Hey, but, hey, but BT then, Dubs, let's not. Yeah, let's not do that. But then, mom, who works at the school, although is not present for their lunches, obviously, tells me, and I don't understand why this is, and I don't really care why it is because it's asinine. Whatever reason they have for it is invalid. But they have some rule that for the first ten minutes of lunch and the last ten minutes of lunch, you're not supposed it. to talk. Yeah, yeah. And my, what's the deal? My kids have been protesting against this for as long as I can remember. And uh, I always say it's ridiculous. And so I told Maya, I said, you're doing it during the time you're not allowed to talk? She says, yeah. I said, keep doing it. Teacher comes over and has a a problem with it, look up at her and say, well, we're not talking. I'm serious. I am militant. I am utterly militant against the idea of telling kids not to socialize in the you want them in the thirty minute forty minute window whatever it is where they're actually in addition to recess allowed to socialize you know that's part of the reason that they are there and so this there's nothing healthy about that and whatever whatever dumb little adult perceived hang up led to that rule I don't give a shit about it. I think one, they would say, if we don't tell them to stop talking, they won't eat. Not your problem. And we need them them to eat. 
maybe uh, the secondly, maybe the kindergartners. But hey, you, you, know. you say you like them to figure it out. I feel bad for because uh, Sage might have a little bit of uh, what you were talking about, Jason, with the anxiety. Sage always wants everybody to behave like yeah. wants, oh, make sure we're doing make what we're sure uncomfortable and people aren't doing that around. She her. starts looking yeah. around like, why can't you guys just listen? We're yeah. going to get in right? trouble. Yeah. And so she she'll come home and she'll be like. Yeah, it was fine, but lunch, I don't know, it was just so loud today. Like, it's just so loud in there all the time. Why do we all have to be yelling? Why do we all have to be so loud? And then they're trying to tell us to be quiet, and people at my table want to keep talking. And it's very much the, you could tell it's like a little bit of a an anxiety thing that's like, well, I don't want to. They're, they're pent up, you know, I mean, if you think about it, they're, they're, they're in a, outside of lunch and recess, they're in a setting where, they got to hold in all that stuff that's just trying to bubble out and they're learning how to manage it. So I will say the one you got to uh, let them let it out some. There's a a vast improvement I wanted to note that the kids deal with these days as compared to what we dealt with. I think we've touched on this before a little bit, but they're allowed snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a water man. bottle. And water. And, and, they and get water snacks all day. And they aren't dehydrated their entire yeah. childhood. How so smart! Shit. How smart would we all be if we had not been dehydrated for our entire right. childhood and malnutritioned? Yeah, yeah. Or just like when you're just you Low know energy. ready to go to sleep at one forty-five because you're just worn out. Like a, a nice little uh, yeah snack, real quick. History teachers great. talking to you about the Toltecs, and all you want to do is lay your forehead on your desk because yeah, you need a bag of chips. But no, Shep will get like an afternoon snack. Like we pack an afternoon snack that he can sit there and eat in mm-hmm. class every day. And Sage is allowed to, if she wants, bring a snack to uh, recess. And like you said, they all have water bottles all day. Mm-hmm. And I just think that it's just such a common sense. Like, how did this not make sense for us? Like, why was everything made to be like, no, you're going to sit here in this class and pay attention regardless of any of the physical Uh, situations that you're dealing with that include thirst and just needing a little dose of blood sugar real quick. Like, no, just deal with it. I don't understand why it didn't just occur as common sense. Our teachers were all boomers and they were 35 and they thought they were 55, but they were actually 35. Yeah. But what about the ones that were actually 55? Well, and them too, they were all from a different era of people where scarcity was celebrated and powering through scarcity was some kind of fucking jewel in your crown, badge of honor, not to exclude being dehydrated and holding in your pee for four hours. It's pretty what fucking about, ridiculous looking back on it. What about in the situation where you weren't allowed to have a snack, but uh, Miss Baker was allowed to while you're supposed to be doing your English work, uh, allowed to eat and snack on her Weight Watchers popcorn. Yeah. Can I say something inappropriate and I, risk, I the, risk the potential it. of an, an apology for next week? Stop the show. <laughs> in Hamilton. Stop the show. Really. In Hamilton. First off, I, I full-blown want to apologize. Just, yeah, that's on me. just going to play the apology beat for you real quick. We would have... We had all the same things, you guys, in terms of, you know what the rules were. Everybody was in the same general mindset in the late eighties, early nineties, but Acceptations. periodically while we were in Hamilton, we only had one Asian family, Dr. Todd. He was awesome. His daughter, Christy was a good friend of mine, but anyway, 
That's insane to Ooh. me that you literally knew there was only one family. Yeah. Dude, Dr. Tom's a badass. I understand it. Love it's Dr. just Tom. insane to me that, that we need to have that kid on the show. What's that kid's name now? Whether he's a grown up or she's a grown up. What are their Christy? names? Christy? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't even know where Christy is. We need to have Christy. Now. She yeah, would find be. Find her on oh the book face. Because she was, a, she was a super, super smart kid like me. And probably there's hot, nothing. Probably real if you, hot. No, I wouldn't call we're her not, that. We're not, she, we're not you know, fetishizing. She wasn't you know, bad either. Christy's? I would say. Yeah, Christy's. I would say that um, it's tough to be where we were growing up and have that super smartness built into you. But to be that and then also Asian, I can only imagine. I mean, obviously, I was white, so whatever. Still am white, by the way. But anyway, um, it has nothing to do with Why did you with, put your fist up when you said still am white? <laughs> Not true, sir. Uh, no, um, back in the day, uh, you would have what kids. A, what a disaster of a show this is, by the way. Like, we're, <laughs> no, I think this is a great show. This is, no, awesome I know, show. but we're just like, we're kind of, we're derailing you constantly. Brad's doing it on purpose. No, it's fine. Oh, I, okay. Sorry. I mean, we've wrapped up kid lunches. We're on to the next thing anyway. I, uh, you would have kids that would, you know, they would be pulled out periodically from during the time of elementary, elementary when you're all in the same class all the time. You'd have certain kids get pulled out. And if it was, if it was for more of a, they were struggling with, with keeping up or remediation on certain, uh, subjects, they would go to resource. You guys are familiar with resource. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We called it resource. CM. Yeah, it's still at least where Courtney works. It's still referred to as a resource. And uh, I'm not shitting on that at all. It's obviously absolutely needs to be there. And those kids need to have whatever services they need to succeed. But in Hamilton, in the late 80s, the kids from resource would come back from resource. And if they did whatever, achieved whatever thing they were supposed to achieve, they would come back into our regular classroom eating a big ass pickle. (laughs) What? Stop the show. Now, why as the pickle? kid, as the kid who and why are you jealous out, of that? Because I was the kid getting pulled out once a week for GT. And if I had come back from GT carrying so much as a crumb of a cracker, it would have been a fucking front page news story that they gave the smart kids food. I'm sorry, it's, it's gifted a problem. and talented, Jason. Oh. It's a problem. It's neurodiverse. I don't, we're, neuro, we're neurodiverse. Okay. You could tell you didn't belong in the class. You couldn't even figure out what GT meant. Yeah, no, I definitely was not. In a, I was not a GT. That's for sure. <laughs> they were I doing was, green I was, I was the kid. I was the pickle kid. No question. One hundred percent. No, no, Jason. The pickle kid was the kid that a few years later was four was fourteen in seventh grade and a foot bigger than all of us at football practice. Yeah. <laughs> or he won. We're going to give him the, we're going to give him the ball. Do you think, like do I, anything with it, but whatever. I always want to incentive, like I think incentives work, right? I don't want to be against Me incentives. Too. Me too. But as I look back, I don't know if it was all that fair to be like, hey, you people who can get your times tables done in like 90 seconds, you get ice cream. <laughs> you people who can't, you don't get ice cream. Well, no ice one's cream saying. For winners, no man. one's suggesting that. That's that happened in my class. Oh no shit! That happened. To, yeah, I we would like have that. times, ta- times no, table man. competitions, and no. and if you happen to finish fast, 
all the no, time you would get ice speed, cream. No, because speed especially is an anxiety thing. There's a lot of kids that are smarted or getting the material or whatever, but if you yeah, tell well, your them to do it fast, Yeah, well, your boy was always eating the up. ice cream, so. Yeah, well, you're, I would have been too, but it, but I wasn't allowed because my belt buckle wasn't big enough, I guess. Your so your I, boy would have been, it was in the ice cream. Yeah, he would definitely get to go over to Miss Lansdowne's class with the rest of the fourth graders who were able to make the good times for their uh, times tables and uh, kill that ice cream. And then they started doing like a, well, if you finish in the top 10, you get to go over to the little uh, bar and you can select the sprinkles, the nuts and the candy. Dude. That's <laughs> but, but if you weren't oh. top 10, you would just get the ice cream. And then if you didn't what? get it in enough time, you just didn't get ice cream. Damn. That's crazy. That's so crazy. This is what? Fifth grade, fourth grade, fourth grade. Okay. I think if I remember correctly, fourth grade. All right. I, I remember, t- I, I don't, we never had anything like that. I mean, the only, I mean, again, this was, you can imagine culturally, you know, with no internet, you know, very little, even satellite TV, the gap between Pickles. what we were doing and what y'all were doing in the same year was, was still probably 10 to 15 years back then. Um, the gap closed in the mid nineties because of, you know, smaller satellite dishes and then ultimately the internet. But, um, God damn, did you guys hear that? Good, yeah. Yeah, he's dude. about to get like rolled a, up on. Yeah. Anyway. Pickles. Um, anyway, uh, we were, you know, any kind of food or drink was just verboten, you know? But then these these dudes would come rolling into class, sucking on a pickle, and we're all, everybody, not just me, not just the token smart kid, but all of us are like, what the fuck? We're hungry. We're thirsty. You're rolling in here. You're sitting here in the back row with your snot dripping out of your nose all day. And you roll in here with a pickle. Like, it's just yeah. not a healthy thing for nine-year-olds don't get it. You know, it just, it, it's not good, man. We need to, we could have done better. That's all I'm saying. And now, I hope we're doing better now. Shouts You're out doing- to the pickle people. Yeah. Hope y'all, I'm hope a pickle kid. I am you. 100% a pickle kid. Count me in that group. Shouts out to the pickle people. I'm glad that y'all at least know, got Jace. that. The pickle kids aren't getting GTs week after week like you are. Dude, I somehow fought through it. I don't know. I th- I think uh, Jason needed a little positive reinforcement, and the pickle did it. Look, for a lot I of people, got- school just doesn't work. And then when you get out of school, everything starts to work. That's just a yeah. matter of fact, you know. Brad, well, I hope you continue to get morning erections every day. Because what I read was that that is a good sign of overall health for men. And... No, don't oh. stop the don't stop the end of the show. I'm doing this as a public service announcement. I read an article that said that is a great indication of overall health, and uh, that's that's free flowing testosterone. So I'm glad. I'm happy for you, man. It's an indicator. So we talk about like everybody's sick in the house, okay? And somehow your boy is over here not just it's- a master of immunity. Literally everybody has gotten everything over the past week and I'm I'm been good. But the biggest indicator of if I figure out if I'm gonna be sick later that day is maybe waking up with a vacancy there. And I'll know, oh man, might be a rough day today. Yeah. That's how you know. Things are Because happening. the other ninety nine days out of a hundred don't get it twisted, buddy. Hey dads, if you're not getting that Go see your doctor. Go see your your urologist. It's totally okay. It's totally yeah. okay. And there, there's a little you thing. You start called, getting help. 
TRT, man. You can go get TRT. It's good for you. It helps helps you gain muscle mass. And so if you're not getting boners, go get it checked. Just switched right out of Code Talk there and went right for the 1989 term of the year. Boner. Boner. Who was a supporting cast member on Growing Pains, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a big boner and pickle guy. That's going to do it for the Tell Your Mom to Listen, boys. Y'all holler glad at us next we, week. We'll be back. Glad we've made it to this point uh, without it, without having to conduct an apology. I think oh, we're we, will, we will have one. Trust us, uh, next spot. week we'll have one. Some, some just wonderful human being who we love dearly. Is Shout out a listener real quick. Say that, that they got a pickle or something. Shout out to uh, Steampunk Muckbit. What's her real name, Jason? Jenny? Jenny. Yeah, but that's that's PJ's wife, so I don't know if she even well, listens. We shout out PJ all the time. Does she listen? I Surely think she does. not. It From time to time, I'm going to say. We'll see. We'll see if she made it all the way to the end here. We'll see. Doubtful. Go rate the podcast on Apple, too. Yeah. So Give us a, tell your mom to two, listen. Two stars, whatever. No, five, it's five stars. Bring the bread with lots of butter. Yeah, here we go. We're never going to get away from the double tap. Hey, we'll see y'all hey next guys, week. welcome to the show. <laughs> I have some things to say. Let me. <laughs> I have a new segment. <laughs> stop the show. No, God, stop the show. Wait, God. This is Brad's here. Now, Jason Southward. Hey, everybody. Thanks, guys. Uh, You know, I really want to get into a couple things with you today.